Welcome to the Vegology Podcast with your host Jenny and Matt Morris. In this episode, we're giving you tips on how to stay sane while in quarantine. Yes, it's been two more weeks of quarantine, so we will touch base on where our mind state is at and let you know how we've been coping and of course the meals we've been eating along the way. Now we're going to switch things up a little bit here. We're going to go right into our main topic today. So we're going to chat about how we're passing the time being isolated from friends, family, society in general, and what we've been eating. Again, like I mentioned, our mental state, and just a few tips for you for staying sane while in quarantine. Right. And so we're going to start off by just having a talk about how we're passing our time, which I'm sure is same as a lot of people but yeah i'm sure not we're not doing too many things differently than the most (laughs) we've been watching a lot of tv and movies we've started some new shows and we've dusted off some old favorite movies yeah lots of rewatching, um and it's it's been great just vegging in front of the tv (laughs) who doesn't like a good binge watch yeah now we have an excuse to do it So some of the shows that we've been indulging in over the past couple weeks, uh, number one, we just finished Letterkenny. Yeah, Letterkenny is a show that I knew nothing about, but it's like eight seasons deep. And we busted it out pretty quickly, and it is hilarious. We loved it. It is hilarious. (laughs) It is so funny. I cannot believe it. It's been on for a while, and we just never heard of it. We found it on Hulu, and... It was. It is so funny, and the, the seasons are short. They're only like what six or seven episodes. They're, they're super short, and the episodes are short, so it doesn't take much to get through it. Yeah, but it's definitely worth it. So funny. We picked it up right after we finished a show called "You're the Worst," which Jenny was watching, and then I started up and caught up pretty quick, and that was a pretty funny show too. Yeah, we like that. Found that one on Hulu as well, and then um, one of our. All-time favorite shows, which this is a total rewatch, um, but we didn't rewatch the whole thing. We just pick and choose episodes, but it's always sunny in Philly, in Philadelphia. Yeah, it's a default show for us whenever we don't have a whole lot of time or something might be distracting us and we just want something comforting and funny in the background. It's always sunny is perfect. That's it. That is our go-to. Another one is Schitt's Creek. Shit's Creek is definitely a good show. That was another one you started before me, but I caught up pretty quick. And it's just a show that makes me happy. Yeah, and I think the last season was just released. Um, so we'll have to check that out. I I told you that. Because we just finished Letterkenny, so now we need something else. Yeah, so uh, we'll have to tackle that. It's pretty sad. I'll be sad to see that show end. But it was good. And then, of course, we watch Homeland on Showtime. So... We got caught up with that. And now we're in the middle of the Looming Tower. Yeah, this is a new one. We just started it up. It's a Hulu original. And it's about the 9-11 and how the CIA and FBI are interacting with each other and how that all went down. And... (laughs) I just wanted to to put that in. (laughs) Is the NSA not in there? No, because that was Chuck. Oh, okay. Chuck. <laughs> that was Chuck. This is about the FBI and the CIA. I see, I see. <laughs> so, anyway, so those are some of the shows that we've been kind of watching. And then, as far as movies go, uh, we did a rewatch of Step Brothers. Yeah, but the movies, we've really done a lot of dusting off old classics. We, we did. 
gotten into anything new, but no. it's been stepbrothers. We just watched The Princess Bride again, which is always a classic. Uh, we, yeah. And another classic we watched was The Big Lebowski. Oh. It's been a minute since we watched it, and so we watched that classic. So good. And we made like white, vegan friendly white Russians to go along with it using the Bailey's Almonde. And it was just, oh, so good. Just sitting there watching the Big Lebowski yep. with some white Russians and just chilling. So I loved it. Uh, we watched National Treasure, which we are obsessed with. Yeah, we love just how bad Nicolas Cage acts. Yeah. So we love his movies. And I'm not sure what that really says, that we love them or we don't love them. We're obsessed with them. We're with, in love with just how bad it is that we love it. It's a very weird conundrum. <laughs> well, National Treasure is one of those guilty pleasure, uh, what do you call it? The, I forget. But it's, yeah, that's a good one that we like. Hidden Figures we watch, or I watch. You were at work. And Stardust is another favorite of mine that I watched. I watched the RBG documentary, finally. It took me forever to watch it, but it was amazing. She is amazing. And then a new movie that we saw, a newish movie, is Bombshell, which I got that off pay-per-view, and it far exceeded my expectations. It was very well done. Usually sometimes those movies um, kind of don't hit it for me, but that one was like amazing. I think everyone should watch that. Highly recommend. Yeah, the two there that you watched without me, I really need to get caught up to speed on our bombshell and our, the RBG documentary. I'm very interested in both of them. Yeah, you would love them. So it's just hard because when you're at work, you know, you no, work every yeah, other weekend. I get it. I need something to do sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So besides watching TV, yeah. we started doing some other things too. And one of them is something I've never done in my life. And it is painting. Yeah. We've taken up painting, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Yeah, we had some 8x10 canvas boards and a whole bunch of paints, and we've been doing that, and it's been great. You've discovered your artistic yes, interest. I've never had artistic interests before, but I'm, like I said, I'm really enjoying painting. Yeah. And I've taken up ukulele lessons. Thankfully, on the weekends, I'm at work. Hey, now. Whoa. That's just mean. You are mean. I haven't played anything for him yet, and I will soon. That is so mean. All right, we've been taking long outdoor walks, very long. As our tan lines indicate, we forgot to put on sunscreen the other day, and... We walk like eight miles we in eight the baking miles. sun. Yes, that was bad news. And we have very strange sunburn tan lines. Um, hopefully that fades a little bit. But lesson learned. And we've been playing a lot of games. Yeah, we just played a game last night called... It was the Miss Maisel version of Life. Mm-hmm. And what would you rate that game? It's difficult. <laughs> because Hasbro did, like, such a bad job. Are we sure it's Hasbro? It is. It okay. says it on the box. But they did such a bad... Like, there's certain discrepancies with the way the game was created. Like, it says... Certain direction in the game says, collect this amount of money if you have... If you've purchased car insurance. But in this version of the game, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel version, it there is no option to purchase... 
car insurance. Well, and then the one was like... <laughs> if you land on red, but really it's all pink. It's all pink, and then you had to pay $1,200 for something, but the smallest denomination bill is $500. Yeah, little things like yeah, that. So it was impossible to pay that out. So it was a... Little discrepancies. Lazy attempt by Hasbro to capitalize on the Marvelous Mrs. I agree. Maisel. I agree. Yeah. So we... And I never was the biggest fan of that life game in general. So I was hoping the Miss Maisel version would just like spark it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so it sounded enjoy it, but fun. Yeah. But anyway, we've been playing lots of games, and even tonight, we plan on playing Monopoly. We're going to play Monopoly. We have an original six NHL team themed Monopoly, so we'll give yeah. that a shot and see how that works out. Yeah. Um, another thing, we have been drinking a lot. Way too much. And again, I don't think we are different than a lot of quarantiners. Just judging by the recycle bin at our condo unit, I don't think we're alone here because those things are full to the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and don't know why. we see why. our neighbors coming in and parking out the front door to unload their haul from the grocery store and it looks like it's all alcohol. Yeah. And I think it's maybe stress related. I don't know. Subconscious thing. Because really, thankfully... Thankfully, our lifestyle has not changed too much um, from this COVID-19 epidemic. So I still have my job. I've always worked from home. So and that seems to be secure for now. And Matt is still going to work and his job seems secure right now. So our lifestyle hasn't changed. But, but I think also in general, a lot of people, their lifestyle is they go out, they drink, they have fun, they meet up with true. friends. That's true. We're not doing that. And now that. you can't do that. So you got to, just like a lot of people are cooking at home that might go out to eat, yeah. people are drinking at home. Yeah. And when we go out, we only have like a couple drinks and then it's done. But at home, it's hard to cut yourself well, if off. You go out, if you go out, you got to drive home so you don't want to be irresponsible. But right. at home, you're just sitting on the couch watching old t- old movies. <laughs> <laughs> One another, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we are cooking great food. Yeah, lots of good food going on here, no doubt. Yeah, we've had time to actually. And we do cook a lot, as you know. <laughs> I mean, we talk about it on every episode. But we really have had a lot of time to experiment and make different things, and it's been fun. And we've been cooking together. Usually I do most of the cooking, but this is something that we've been doing together. And I think that's one of one positive thing that has come out of this whole experience is that I didn't know that we could get closer, but I feel closer to you because we are actually doing, yeah, doing a lot so of many things, things together. together. Um, so that's been that's been fun. So let's talk a little bit about some of the foods we've been eating. Yeah. Okay. Get it. Let's get into it. All right. So the theme that we're kind of going for nowadays is keeping it simple. So we're choosing meals with simple, inexpensive ingredients that we can stretch out over several meals. And we talked a lot about this in our last episode. Which, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen. Episode forty-six. It gives you some great ideas for for doing this, uh, saving some money, stretching out your meals further to make them last longer. We talk a lot about that in episode forty-six. So, some of the meal types that we've been making. How are we doing this? Soups. So, we've been eating uh, over the past couple of weeks a lot of vegetable soups. We make lentil soup. We make lasagna soup. We've been making a lot of lasagna soup. Yeah, and it's I'm feeling it too because it's so good. Like so, I'm even though we've had quite a 
bit of it, I'm not getting tired of it. Just the hard lasagna noodles are just very comforting right now. Yeah, and we've been switching it up. So we were making like a white lasagna soup, with which is a tomato sauce base. And we've been making white lasagna soup, which is more of a white creamy base. And both are fantastic. So it's not like we're eating the same thing all the time. But that's what you've been taking for lunches most of the time. We make a huge pot of it. And that's your lunch for work for the rest of the week. And it's several meals, several dinners. Yeah, and this is one of the changes we've had to make because typically I would go over to my work's cafeteria for lunch or I would go out for lunch, but that's just not an option right now. So we're trying to stretch our typical dinners into dinners plus my lunches. Right. So we've had to get kind of creative and think, okay, we we need volume here or something that's going to last throughout the week. So that way, and we don't want to be in the kitchen cooking every single night. Who Definitely wants that? Not. We don't do that. I do not cook. I like to cook. But I do not like cooking every single day. And we don't want to be at the grocery store every other day. So we definitely need whatever we purchase to last. Yeah. And soups are great for that. And again, um, pasta is. Pasta is so inexpensive. And so we've had spaghetti. We've made homemade ravioli. And that was one of the examples, the ravioli that we make together. So we had fun doing that. And then fettuccine alfredo. Yeah, spaghetti's always good. I always love it, but right now it's being outshined by the fettuccine alfredo we made, which is always just so creamy and good, and the homemade raviolis. I'm a huge fan of raviolis, Mm -hmm. and they are fun to make, and it's a good teamwork meal to make. It is, and I love it. And we we get creative with our fillings, too. So we do, like, a sweet potato filling. We've done... Just your traditional, like a tofu ricotta filling, um, just a, a vegetable mash filling. And then um, as far as the fettuccine alfredo goes, our favorite way to have this, and we've talked about this in other episodes, is to use cauliflower as the creamy uh, alfredo sauce. So I think we've included a recipe uh, from one of our episodes, and I'm sorry I don't have that now, but I think if you go into the recipe library, if you're a subscriber, you have access to that, an email subscriber. If you go into the recipe library, uh, then you'll be able to get that recipe. I think it's in there. And if you're not a subscriber, subscribe so you can get it. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. All right. And then, of course, tacos. Tacos are always good. We've been through this a million times. (laughs) I just... Wanted to be clear where I stand on tacos. Yes. So lots of tacos, lentil tacos, black bean tacos, quinoa tacos. I mean, you name it. So lots of tacos. And then also baked potatoes has been a staple for us as well. Yeah, these are getting us through really well because you can get a big bag for cheap and they last and we don't seem to get tired of them. Nope, I'm not getting tired of them because there's so much you could do with them. You know, obviously you have your standard baked potato. Our favorite way to have it is cooked in an Instant Pot. And if you don't have an Instant Pot, we've said this before, it's worth getting one just for baked potatoes because it makes them perfect. Every time, perfect. <laughs> but you can top them with so many different things. So, you know, you, it's not like you're eating the same thing every meal. Like, there's so many different ways that you can um, smother a baked potato. And right now our go-to is vegan sour cream and salsa. Yes. Love it. All right, and then, uh, so soups, pasta, tacos, baked potatoes, pretty much for dinners and lunches, that's what we've been eating. And then for breakfast, we eat oatmeal, overnight oats. Oats are very inexpensive, especially if you buy them in bulk. 
So, and there, there's a lot of different things that you can make with them. So baked oatmeal, just your traditional oatmeal, overnight oats, always very inexpensive and it stretches very well. And then chia seed pudding, tofu scramble, and chickpea flour omelets. Those are pretty much the breakfast, breakfast that we've had uh, over the past couple of weeks. Anything else that you can think of? I think that's about it. Yeah, that pretty much it. covers pretty it. Big list there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we make a lot of food, and then we also like we'll batch food and we'll freeze it. Again, we don't want to be cooking every single day. And if you're a person that doesn't even like to cook, if you just dedicate a little bit of time aside each week to just suck it up and just batch cook some things that you could use the rest of the week, like a big batch of quinoa or even pasta, cut up your vegetables, just spend like an hour or two prepping for the rest of the week and you won't have to cook. Yeah, and if you have an instant pot, you can just dump stuff in there and it Yeah, focus on just focus, dump it in and cook it. Yeah, focus on like instant pot meals, crock pot meals, um, anything that you don't really have to cook. Like you don't have to get creative or cook. If that's not your jam, then you know, there are ways around it. No doubt. <laughs> But if you want to eat healthy, it does involve some cooking. And that's pretty much it. If you, So I'm thinking if you're listening to this podcast, even though this particular episode's not primarily focused on food, like we think that you are half interested in cooking or want to try to get to that level. Get cooking, people. Exactly. All right, next we want to talk about our current mental state. And what is our current mental state? Well, it's been an um, emotional roller coaster. <laughs> Sometimes I just feel goofy. I know. Yeah, I just feel goofy, like my brain isn't very focused and goofy. Yeah, I hear that. But I would say one thing that um, I've been experiencing, I'm scared. Yeah, it's scary times and... The rare case you do have to go out, you got to go to the grocery store eventually, you have to do some things. I have to still go to work. They still deem our place to be on the essential list. Hmm. So I still have to go to work and that causes its own stresses. Right. And then we also live in a condo building, so we all must rely and trust each other to make sure that we're being considerate of, of each other. So it's very difficult. We have common doors. We have hallways that are long and skinny. So if <laughs> we start going down a hallway, it, you're not going to be able to adhere to that six feet social distancing rule. Unfortunately, in our condo building, we all kind of know each other and we all have relationships with each other. We're friendly. So we are in a situation where people do kind of look out for each other mm -hmm. it's not like we're in a massive building and with a thousand units that you just don't know anybody no there's a, there's like 86 think, units yeah, i think like or that, 84 yeah. but um but yeah so we're a close community everybody is being respectful but you just you don't know somebody could have been affected and you and they don't even know they it. don't know so we're all trying to be you know is very cautious of this and it's that's just another level we're not just coming home to our house you know our house involves includes so many people so that's another thing that we're scared about but on another point we are trying to stay positive so we're doing our best to protect ourselves 
and from exposing other people. Yeah, no doubt. We're not frivolously walking through the common areas. We're washing our hands very frequently. We're trying to keep ourselves clean and trying to avoid interactions with other humans. Mm -hmm. And we're just trying to make our way. Yeah, so we're being positive. We're not living in fear because that's not what we want to do. But we're also cautious. Uh, another emotion that we're kind of going through is frustration. <laughs> Definitely frustration because we, the weather's getting warm. This is normally the time of year when you're out with friends and you're sharing a drink and a nice sunny day or a nice cool evening. And we just can't do it right now. No, no. And so we miss the freedom of going out, being around people, going shopping, dining out, just ah, being social. And I'm an introvert, and I'm still struggling with this. I can't even imagine, like, some uber-extroverted people, how they must be feeling right now. Remember the days when you'd go out and you'd meet up with someone, (laughs) and you'd have a drink, and they'd show up, and you'd shake hands and give hugs and not think anything of it. Yeah. Another thing that we're feeling is thankful. So, to all the frontline essential people risking themselves to serve others. We truly appreciate it. We appreciate you. Yeah, no doubt. Like I mentioned earlier, my work considers me to be essential because of the work I'm in, but I'm not. Like There are people that are truly essential. All of our first responders and medical staff and the cleaning crews for these places and the grocery store clerks and all these people who are out there keeping society going like thank you so much seriously we truly truly could not do this without you hand to heart we just love you and we're very appreciative of you and then we're also very hopeful so we're staying hopeful that all of our friends and family are going to stay safe and healthy throughout this whole ordeal and that we all come out of this a more unified, compassionate society. I hope so. Like the I love that's really, going around really right now, so. I hope it stays. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's one of the biggest hopes that I have as we come out of this, hopefully soon, sooner than later. But yeah, so staying hopeful. And we're sure that a lot of you are feeling the same roller coaster of emotions and You know, the longer we're being isolated, the more difficult it is. And, you know, if you're feeling depressed, highly encourage you to seek professional help because it's not easy, this isolation. It's not easy for a lot of people. And so if you feel that you need help, please don't hesitate. The mental health professionals are there as well for you. They are essential. Absolutely. They are very essential. All right, so we do have a couple tips for staying sane during COVID-19. So our first tip is just to chill. So this is a wake-up call to slow the fuck down. Yeah, no doubt. Our lives get hectic. Society always wants you to go, 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 go on to the next thing and don't take time. Sometimes you feel guilty if you take time sitting in front of the TV for a few hours. Sometimes you feel guilty if you take some time for yourself, but... This is the wake-up call. It's okay to just slow down, reevaluate what's actually important, spend some time with family, and get to know yourself. Exactly. So, just chill. Just chill. and Appreciate. 
And I know it's hard to appreciate the isolation, but just appreciate it. Appreciate it and find the positive. Focus on self-care, whatever that means for you. Tip number two, focus on self-care. So engaging in activities that bring you joy. So for those with families, this could be very difficult, but it's important that you take care of you. Think of the whole oxygen mask concept. Can't help others if you don't first help yourself. No doubt. Okay. So if that means taking 45 minutes to take a bath by yourself with the door closed, no one around, do it. Go for a walk. Do it. And if you go for a walk, that will help with the third tip, which is to keep exercising and keep moving that body. Yeah. So if you find taking walks to be therapeutic, take a walk. Right. Even And let's not forget strength training. We talked about this in the last episode, but lift some hand weights or if you don't have weights, use cans, anything in your kitchen, something heavy or just use your body weight. Do push-ups, planks, crunches. Um, make sure that you are not only, you know, getting your little bit of cardio, that you're getting some strength training too. We don't want to be sedentary during this time of isolation. Um, so maintaining physical health is very important. You don't have to go all balls out five days a week, an hour a day. Just take like a half an hour a day. Everyone can find a half hour in their day, especially now. Yes, especially <laughs> since we're all quarantined. Especially now to just take a walk or, you know, just do something. Just move. Move for like 20, 30 minutes. Just do it. Please. And then our last tip is to connect with people. You're probably like, what? We're in isolation. How can we do that? Well, even though you can't meet up physically with people, doesn't mean you are alone. So pick up the phone and call someone. Or what's very popular right now, you can set up or join a, a Zoom meeting a call with a video Zoom call with friends and family. No doubt you can still stay connected with your friends and family and check in on them. Right. And you don't have to be there in person. I know that we all want to. We want that you know, connection, that close connection with people. But we can also, like we've done brunch Zoom calls. We've done happy hours with friends Zoom calls. And we hope to have one next week with our friends Jenny and Doug. Yeah, I'm looking very much forward to seeing Jenny and Doug through Zoom. All right, folks. So that's pretty much where we are. And we really hope that maybe you got something out of our tips this week. And this makes you feel that you're not alone. No doubt. All right. So that's our episode. Thank you for listening. We would love to hear how you're managing this historic time of self-isolation. So what are you doing? What are you cooking? We would love to share your experience with the rest of the Vegology community. So if you want to share with us we would appreciate it you can email us at hello at vagology.com or you can use the contact form on the vagology website and or you could post a picture on instagram and use the hashtag vagology happy haps and we'll put that hashtag in the show notes so you know exactly how it reads so it's just v-e-g-o-l-o-g-i-e-h-a-p-p-y-h-a-p-s vagology happy haps yes and we'd love to see what y'all are doing. So one of those methods, please feel free to share. And we look forward to hearing from you. 
All right, so if you like this episode, please share it. And if you haven't already, give us a good review. It helps us reach out to more people. We would greatly appreciate it. Stay safe, stay well, and we appreciate and love you. No doubt. Everyone, we're going to get through this. No doubt, no diggity. No doubt, no diggity. (laughs) (laughs) Peace Peace and love. love.